Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, NBA Draft preview style. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Raysnight. And I am Tay Eric Taylor. It is a Tuesday, just two days before the draft, and we are hyped up to get into it. And we'll be joined by a guest, Anthony Donahue from 33rd and 7th, and NBA on TuneIn, and Nick's blog, ESPN New York, everything. There's a lot to talk about with this NBA draft, and you know what? We're going to jump right into it. I think our guest is calling in, and Ray and Tay will give you our mock draft first round preview. Anthony, are you with us? I am with you guys. What's up? What's up? Hey, what's going on? What's up, brother? Nothing, nothing much, nothing much. Draft week in New York City, and like like most years, the last 15 years, the Knicks uh, have a you know, they have a first-round pick, and we're coming off another bad season. And it's just, it just seems to be that's how it goes. You know, in 2013, we had a little run, and we are hoping for a good season the next year. But basically, the last 16 years, I mean, this is what it is. And, you know, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. And usually in past years, I'm a lot more excited. I think we'll get a good pick at eight, whether it's Dennis Smith, Malik Monk, if, uh, you know, if Jackson is there. But I'm just, I don't know, it's it's a little – with all the drama going on in Nick Land, you're stuff, excited. You're exciting. hyped. Tell me, you're hyped, Anthony. You're hyped. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not hyped. No, I think we'll get it. Like, no, I'm not hyped because I'm just. And a lot of the fans aren't used to this from me as over the you know since I got you know somewhat known in the Nick community for the last eight, nine, ten years. I feel like I always and it's always natural. It's, I'm not faking it. I always find reasons to be excited. And yeah, I'm definitely excited. We'll get a, a top you know at eight, the eighth pick. You're going to most likely get a pretty good player, maybe a star, a very good player. But with all the drama surrounding the Knicks from the Porzingis rumors, even though I don't think he's going to get traded, I don't. And the mellow drama going on with the talk of a possible buyout where he could be released, I mean, uh, whether you love Carmelo Anthony or not, I mean, to think that he's not worth a, a draft pick or two and a good player or two, you're, you're freaking nuts. But there's some Knicks fans that are tweeting me saying that, Let's just get rid of them. I'm like, are you smoking? It's stuff? an insult. It is a complete like, insult. Hold on, think, wait, wait, wait. Let me hold on one second. Before, before we get get into that, Ray wants to ask you a question, but I got to ask you one thing. You know, you on Jada Kiss's album. I know how you love Nas. You know we're hip hop heads. You know I'm an MC. 
R.I.P. to Prodigy. Give me your thoughts. Quick little something about Prodigy from Mob Deep as we lost him. Yeah, today today is a very very sad day. When I, when I think back, to, and I, I I tweeted this today. I listen to probably one Mob Deep album a week or a week. I, I love their sound. When I first got into hip hop, where I started following hip hop, I'm 33 years old, so it's about you know 95, 96, and seventh grade. Oh, yeah. Some of the first hip hop I loved, of course, was some Nas. It was written Illmatic, uh, LL Cool J, Mr. Smith, the Fugees, the Score, and you know the infamous and Hell on Earth. I mean those two albums, and and the, the sound that Mob Deep had. Um, yeah. It was you, like the New York gritty, grimy rap. Listen, I was in upstate New York listening to this stuff, but when you throw on a Mob Deep record, you know, same with Nas or Cormega, like, that's the sound I love. Gives I you chills, like man. I was I was in the Queensbridge project smoking blunts with them, even though I was a white <laughs> boy upstate in the mountains. But you know what I'm saying? I'm listening to this and I'm like, yo, I am with these dudes smoking blunts right now. You know what I'm saying? And Prodigy's voice. And it's interesting when you talk, if you talk about favorite groups, Mob Deep is always in my top two. It's in the locks and Mob Deep always. But you never really talk about where does Prodigy rank in top five, top ten hip hop artists. And I don't know, I feel like, and I'm, I hate to say this now because he's gone, but like, should his name be thrown more into that, those conversations? It's difficult, and I think sometimes it's hard when guys are in a duo or a group. You know, Havoc stands alone That's as fair. well. But, you know, you know, it's, I can't say top five, top ten, but he's in, no, in that group. I'm not saying he is top five or top ten, but it's like he's never even thrown out in those four. No, you're right. He, look, he's definitely in a top five under, most underrated MCs with Farrell okay, Monch and Most Def. He's in that conversation. I just wanted to give you that moment for a little rest of peace. Now, wait, now let's let Ray get at you. Ray, hit him, hit him with some questions, Ray. Well, since we're talking about top ten, Knicks have number eight. So, you know, you threw out a couple names, Dennis Smith, Malik Monk. First question from what you're hearing, are the Knicks going to keep that pick? Second yeah, question, because they're related, that. obviously, is Porzingis really on the trade block? The number I, I four pick really... from a couple years ago? I mean, is he, and listen, I do admit. I Look, everybody, you've got to listen to all the offers. Having said you that, to listen is to all offers. realistic? It's probably, it's probably not going to happen. But, like, if Phoenix calls and says, we'll give you the four pick in Devin Booker, well, you make that deal. Well, out here, they said, no way. They were laughing about that out here. They're like, no way. And then Devin right. Booker so, tweeted, wow. <laughs> you always got to listen. You always listen to all offers. And I, I watched. I was actually in the second row behind the Nick bench on a Saturday night in January when Devin Booker hit a cold-blooded three-pointer to beat the oh, Knicks. Oh, he's nice. That kid can play. He is nice. He can ball to all of them. Are the Knicks shopping him? I'm not really sure. Phil Jackson and I are not text buddies, unfortunately. I don't even think Phil likes me. I think there's a 20% chance Phil knows who I am. And he knows <laughs> he doesn't. I, now, listen, Phil thinks he's – I walk by Phil every game. He just thinks he's better than me. So I'm just going to have him banned from Pizza Suprema. So, <laughs> so that that said, I think you know, as a, as a president of basketball operations, you should definitely take all offers. I I think there's no doubt Chris Dunsmuzinius will be a Nick Opening night. It's definitely some scary times because we don't know what Porzingis is going to be. Is he going to be better than Dirk? Is he going to be like Dirk? Is he going to be different than Dirk? I, Dirk's such an easy comparison, you know, tall white European season. But we do know for damn sure he's already pretty damn good. 18 points per game, almost t- 10 rebounds, almost blocks. Even if he never gets better, 
he might not, which he's obviously going to, injury, assuming there's no bad injuries. Even if KP never gets better the next 15 years, he's still a damn good player and a, a guy who's 7'3", who can do so many things. So you could draft that guy. You draft him. KP's only 21. So I, I, don't, I really don't see KP being moved. It was a scare. It might continue to be a scare. You know, he did But they're not even me. talking. I mean, even Ian reported they last time they spoke was, you know, before the exit meeting when he didn't show no, up. It's, listen, there's it's definitely some scary times right now. I'm just saying, I don't think they will, but is it scary? Could Phil do it to be a, a vindictive toolbox? Yes, because he's still, <laughs> you know, so, but I, I just, it's scary to think. And also, not only because KP is good, he's ours. Like we haven't yeah. had, like we thought we had that with Wilson Chandler and Gallinari, and they got traded for Melo, and that's fine. You know, Landry Fields. You know, he only lasted a few years when he went to Toronto. Right. We but thought our own young be, kids. You know, You're right. So Shumper, you know, there was some talk that Shumper could be really good, and he wasn't. He's an average NBA player, maybe better than average defender, but he's an average player. So and then now we have this guy, the seven foot three Latvian Mamba, who's not only really good. Might be really great. Could be a Hall of Famer one day. Could be an MVP candidate one day. And not only is he that good, guys, but from a fan perspective, he's ours. We didn't get him in trade. We didn't get him via free agencies. He's ours, damn it. And all those 2019 needs to back the F off. Wow. Speaking of a guy who's ours, my man, my mellow. And you mentioned it in, in your opening rant. Yeah, that, that drama is going to heat up pretty soon. So imagine. here's the question. Obviously, from a Knicks perspective, you've got to get something in return. Even if you think this guy is a, is a ball stopper, even if you think Correct. he's not going anywhere, you've got to get something. The Nuggets got two first-round picks for Mozgov, so just keep that in mind. Yeah, <laughs> and remember, and remember, and, and I keep going back to this and, and, and how – I don't know if, if, if they're just so angry because, you know, he got everything he wanted when he wanted. Remember, he came over in February. He, Carmelo, I'm talking about, from Denver. February and of 2011, he got I remember. everything he wanted. He got his max. He got he got the trade. We could have got him in the offseason for nothing. So I don't know if, if, the, if, the, if the Knicks still holds some resentment there. But it just seems ludicrous. Why would you even put it out there that you're – What's the strategy? If you're going to give him a buyout, then go give him a buyout. I, I don't agree with it, but why even say it? Because now the other teams out there are like, wait a minute, we don't even have to negotiate against ourselves. If you're going to buy him out, we'll just wait. We'll just pick him up, you know, Michael Finley style. So what, what's going on at MSG? Who's making well, the decisions? Well, that's what's going on. And that, remember, Carmelo Anthony has a no trade clause. So Phil Jackson, for example, could call Jason Kidd with the Bucks, and they could come up with some deal. And Jason Kidd says, "Oh, we'll give you Jabari Parker and this and that." And then he goes back to Melo, and Melo's like, "Nope, I'm not going to Milwaukee." So Melo holds all the cards. So Melo's probably only considering a few teams: the Clippers, maybe the Cavs, maybe the Celtics. But if you're one of those three teams and you want, if you're interested in getting Carmelo Anthony, you know Phil don't want him. Phil already publicly embarrassed him. You already publicly devalued him. Oh, it's been disrespectful, uh, Anthony. Disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. So that's that's fine if you want to move Melo. But don't act like that. You know, maybe say publicly, you know, we always want these guys to be honest, but sometimes it's okay to lie. Be like, 
you know, a team would do. You, know, you shouldn't even say you want to trade him publicly. Do it behind the scenes. Talk to Melo. Talk to his team. But now, because of what Bill did, and because we know it's obviously somewhat personal here, teams are just going to call Phil and be like, we'll give you, you know, a bag of we'll chips. give you a, a second-round pick and a bowl of Boston clam chowder, you know, and so <laughs> and that's happening. And the problem is, is Melo is not doing the Knicks any favors, especially Phil Jackson. If Melo keeps saying no and Phil is dead set on not having Carmelo Anthony in training camp, then what happens? Do you give him a buyout? Or, which is something you rarely see in the National Basketball Association, I can only recall seeing it really one time where the guy had multiple years, multiple years left on his deal where he got released, and that was um, Josh Smith a few years ago with the Pistons. I granted it was a lot less money than Carmelo, but he got released with multiple, multiple years left on his deal. If the Knicks were to do that, and that would be great for Melo because he'd still get all that money, and another team would sign him for $10, 12000000 bucks. But if the Knicks lose Carmelo Anthony, even if you – I saw a Facebook post today from a friend of mine who is not the biggest Melo fan. He never has been. But he said, I don't even like Melo, but there's no way you lose this guy for nothing. If, Car- if Phil's already done an awful job to me, with the exception of Porzingis and probably Willie Hernan Gomez, which I do like, Billy Hernan Gomez, excuse me, Billy. If you lose Carmelo Anthony for nothing, before that even happens, and I don't know if he's going to, because that's another conversation we need to discuss, James Dolan needs to step in. And I never, and I mean never, never in my wildest dreams of being a Knicks fan, to be a Knicks fan is like a wild dream, have I ever thought I would say James Guitar, J.D. in the straight shot, I have a concert on draft night, Dolan. Mr. Harmonica. <laughs> he got a concert on draft night, by the way, just in case you guys want to know. Oh, are you kidding me? So, hold on, Anthony, let, let, let me stop you there for a second because we got to go around the rest of the league, and my stomach is starting to hurt talking about Listen, the Knicks. I heard, I heard a rumor. If you need tickets to James Dolan's concert, um, they are a hot item, and they are going for tons of money. Well, I heard, I heard, I heard our boy Edgar was first online. I heard Edgar was first online to get him. Well, I actually heard Edgar might actually have some tickets. You know, Edgar's a ticket plug. He might even have tickets to the Jets. So, and let me ask you this: Straight Shot Show. Let Let me ask you this: One, are you are you? And this is sort of both double thing. Are Are you and all of us should we be trusting the process with the Sixers? Did you like the deal to get the number one pick? And if so, and and even if you didn't, would you take Markel Fultz, or should they be looking more at Josh Jackson and Jason Tatum, who might be more athletic and really wing two-way players? What do you think about well, the Sixers and trusting the process? I trust Brian Colangelo. He's a fantastic GM. If he, if they really want uh, Markel Fultz, that's the guy they want. And Boston was, you know. They have Isaiah Thomas. They have Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder. They didn't think they were going to, you know, use Markel Fultz. Then it, it's a good trade. A lot, a lot of these guys, the exception of like LeBron James in 2003 and probably Melo and a few others, no matter how great these guys were, they're unknown commodities. I mean, Markel Fultz won nine games in college. I mean, yeah, he's probably going to be a great NBA player, but that's pretty rare to have someone come out of college that good to win nine games and not make the tournament. That's pretty weird. So yeah. well, Ben Simmons, think great. about that. Back to back years, ben also. you're going to so, have guys that didn't do much in college from a winning standpoint. A lot of these guys are unknown commodities. You don't know what you're going to get, and that's why I'm, I'm saying about Porzingis. Like, 
We don't know what he's going to be yet, but we know he's we regularly he's pretty damn freaking good. So, you know, as far as the Sixers-Celtics trade, you know, Celtics are a team that's ready to win now. They're probably going to make a deal, whether it's getting Butler, getting Haywood, trading for Melo. They're going to make some sort of deal to get better. So, you know, Markel Fultz is probably not as important to them as it, as it is, per se, a team like the Sixers or one of those, you know, younger teams that's looking to build. Right. So the big story is, you know, Lonzo Ball, big ballers, LeVar Ball. Do you think the Lakers, without a doubt, especially after tonight's trade of D'Angelo Russell and Mozgov to the Brooklyn Nets for Lopez, which is an expiring contract after the season, and a number 27 pick, with the Lakers having two 27 and 28 and trying to free up space for two max contracts, do you think it's, uh, without a doubt, the Lakers are going to take Lonzo Ball, and should they? Do you like that? Um, as a basketball player, I, I think Lonzo Ball is really good the way he sees the court. You know, I'm never going to compare another guard to Jason Kidd, but he's never played an NBA game. I watched Jason Kidd his whole career. So by no means am I making that comparison. But when you watch him in right. college, you see a little Jason Kidd-ish with the way he shoots, with the way he sees the court, and that's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, I mean, listen, the thing about Lonzo Ball is how much of a distraction is his dad going to be? You know, I'm not I mean, saying he's a bad dad. I'll never say that. He's definitely a distraction. That's not whether he was funny or not. He's a distraction. So I don't know how much of a – but also you would hope with Magic Johnson running the show. I mean, how, I mean, tell Magic Johnson he's wrong. So uh, is it a foregone conclusion? No. But I, it, especially with trading D'Angelo Russell, now the point guard spot is open for the Los Angeles Lakers. So I think yeah. it's a pretty good chance that we can – and plus, as much as the Lakers want to win, and they do, don't get me wrong, Magic wants to win, it's showtime, baby. Lakers are box office. They're Lonzo taking him. Ball. They're taking him. Say, yeah. I'll say it for you. They're taking Lonzo. Yeah. Yeah. Once, they, once we'll they traded D'Angelo Russell. So, so Ant, let me ask you something. This draft, everybody was teeing up for this draft because for a couple years, when you projected a couple years ago in high school, you said this is going to be a good to very good draft. Um, yeah. Now Harry Giles got hurt at Duke because he was supposed to be one of the you know marquee players. Uh, but obviously you, you look down the road and you try to project how many of these guys are going to be all stars and really impact players, right? So what do you think? I mean, it's kind of a hard hard question to answer, you know, as we sit days before the draft. But what do you think about this draft? I mean, are you thinking that this is going to be, uh, you know, is this draft going to live up to the hype that we we talked about this draft for two years already? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of talent in this draft. You know, you, you, we haven't even mentioned Dennis Smith yet, uh, Malik uh, as well. Um, you just don't know. I know that you just don't know. You can make predictions that this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. You, you you just don't know. The NBA game was a lot different, but there's definitely a lot of talent in this draft. That's why the Knicks can get a good pick at eight. But as far as who's going to be what, you know, we don't know yet. We just we just don't know. But I think there's definitely a lot of talent in this draft. And the problem is now with the draft compared to when I was a kid in the 90s, and I think you guys might have a few years on me when you guys were kids in the 80s, is that, you know, if a guy left college after two or three years back in the day, it was like, oh, my God. I remember Stephon Marbury left Georgia Tech after one year. And it was like, yeah. oh, my God, he must be really good if he left after one year. I think this year there were uh, 60 picks in the NBA draft, fellas, and I believe over 120 kids – left college after one year. I'm not a math expert. That means over 60 of these 120 freshmen in Australia are not even going to get drafted. 
I know, I know. It's that terrible. to me is mind-boggling. And here's the thing. Well, but the, here's D-League, the, the data would be the G League is going to develop. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess I guess they're going to – I don't know what the D League checks are like, but I guess they're going to check at least. So bizarre. No, yeah, you're, you're right. Say, I was going to say also the, the jury's out, right, because we still remember Tim Duncan staying four years, Shaq staying three years. On the yes, one end, Ray but Allen I mean, stayed three years. Iverson stayed two. Iverson stayed three yeah, years. Yeah, Iverson was a Robert sophomore. Georgetown. Yep. But yeah, but but at the, at the at the other end of the spectrum, you got LeBron from high school and Kobe from high school and all these other guys Garnett. that are going through one year of Garnett, yeah, right? And you mentioned those guys. But don't 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 uh, forget about guys like Martell Webster. You know Eddie Curry. You know guys that left for high school that are. Sure. In scrubs. Was that Martel Webster? Where he went to, you got judged by Portland, right? Like, there's a lot of guys, man. Yeah. Just, and, and again, back in the 90s or even the 80s, if a guy left after high school, like, he was going to be great, i.e., Moses Malone, Sean Kemp, Kobe Bryant, um, Kevin Garnett. Those, when I think of guys leaving early, right, and yeah. O'Neal, it was those guys, McGrady. They were right. like, back in the day, if you left after high school, you were great. And then it got to the mid two thousands, and if you looked to high school, there was a chance he might have to be average. And now it's the whole one year thing. Guys leaving after one year, and it's like, like I said, over one hundred twenty players left after one year this year, and there's only sixty picks in the draft. I just don't know how you fix it. Unless it's crazy. Around. I do. I do think okay. they need to change Somehow. the rules to come out of high school or, or stay three players years. Got some, or the college players just got some money somehow. Yeah, well, the commission is going to change it. Adam Silver and the Players Association, they're going to revisit that, and I think and it will get better. they're not coming in ready. They're not coming yeah, in No, ready. they're right. They're not ready. They're really not ready. Maturity. They're not ready. No, you, you're, you're right. They're not. So, Ann, let, let, us, let us get you out of here on this one, man. I, I got to ask you because it's coming up, and maybe we'll grab you back on. But in case we don't get to talk to you, we know some of the big names of free agency. And just real quick, I'll give you a couple, and I want you to tell me where you think they might land. Because this is going to be, along with the draft and the trades coming up, you know, already <laughs> happening on Thursday, I think free agency is going to be pretty fascinating. We know Gasol yeah. and Durant opted out, but they're going to sign back. But Chris Paul, yeah. Kyle Lowry, Blake Griffin, and Gordon Hayward. Where do you think those four gentlemen are going? Gordon Hayward, Celtics. Chris Paul, he's going to stay with the Clippers. Blake Griffin, Clippers, or Oklahoma City? Mm. And Kyle I Lowry? I think Chris Paul is going to stay with the Clippers. I, I've heard they had a verbal agreement. Also, he, he's the head of the players' union. He really fought for that super max that you can only yeah. get if you stay for your deal. So it would be kind of weird for Chris Paul to leave the super max on the table. And now Jerry West is there trying to woo LeBron right. James with, to with join the him. logo there. I, I think yeah, that's the logo. The All Clippers right, aren't far away. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what they need yet, but the Clippers are not far away. They're, they're, they're not far, but they have to make some moves. And I think We've part been of saying that for years, and the problem is Chris Paul is just getting older. And, uh, you know, I don't know really what good. they're missing because their roster on paper has been pretty good for the last three years. Yeah. They've yeah. never had a wing player, gentlemen. They never had a small forward. Wesley Johnson is old Paul Pierce. That's yeah, been a big everything else. They yeah, had huge red. size advantage. They had a, a budding but star. But Reddick and Crawford don't play defense at the two guard. So, yeah, you know, that's true. 
It's true, you know. And it's been great. Listen, I love the uh, NBA on TuneIn. We'll have to check. Are you going to be on there some more or what? Yeah, yeah, I'll be on them. I'll be on them a lot uh, moving forward into next season for sure. Awesome! Congratulations on that. Keep up the thirty third and seventh. Everything else, and like always, you're always welcome here with us, man. Appreciate it, Andy. Thank you, guys. Have a good. Keep night. up the great work, and we we really appreciate it. And we love following you. Go right, next. My pleasure, y'all. Have a good night. Yes, sir. Take care. <laughs> Go next. Uh, oh, great! That was Anthony Donahue from Everything. He's on ESPN New York, ninety eight point seven, thirty third and seventh on uh, Smashed Out, and now he's on NBA on TuneIn. You know, Ray and Tay is also on TuneIn, but Ant's on NBA, I guess official like NBA TV on TuneIn. That's awesome. Ray, let's get to this mock. It's on fire. We both, I know, have the first three the same, Markel, Lonzo, and Josh Jackson. I'll start there. and We'll go to the Suns. But real quick, will the Celtics keep it and take Josh Jackson, Ray, or are they going to trade it and try to get Jimmy Butler? What do you think? I think they keep it. I think uh, young guys that you can mold. Look, if you can get Jimmy Butler, I think you'll pull the trigger. But for some reason, I, I think Jimmy Butler stays and Boston keeps Josh Jackson. Okay. Number four, you tell me what you got. I'll give you mine. Who you got for the Suns? Jason Tatum. I think he might be the most talented, uh, highest upside player on the board. So when, when everything is right, he's, he's a devastating offensive player. I totally agree. They got to go with Tatum. I mean, I know they, they like the Isaac kid. I'm hearing rumors of that. Some of the fan base likes him. But to me, Ray, you're right. Tatum is, you know, once he got healthy at Duke, and we talked about it off air, he, he was dominant. Sacramento at five. I got De'Aaron Fox. Where are you going? Same. They need a point guard. They've been on these one-year point guard missions, but, yeah, but they need a guy to anchor it, and this might be their guy. Yeah, and Collison hasn't really worked out, and neither has Ty Lawson. They're kind of a, a mess, someone to right the ship. And I think Fox might be better than people are thinking. He can't shoot yet, but maybe he could develop that. A lot of players have over time, but you can't teach that athleticism, the speed, and that, and that go get it. Orlando, number six, I'm going with Jonathan Isaac, the, the big athletic skinny kid from Florida State. What do you got there? I got Malik Monk. Ever since they gave up Oladipo, they need somebody on the wing. They need somebody who can fill it. And even though he's thin, they list him at 200. He doesn't weigh 200. He's buck 85, but he is a scorer, average 20 a game for Kentucky. I like him in the pros. Really? Monk that early? Okay. That's, uh, you know, you can't can't go wrong with with that because – of the talent, you know what I mean? It's it's one of those things where... He's a scorer. He's a naturally gifted scorer. He can put it in the bucket. He definitely can put it in the bucket. I, I You know, we did talk about his size at 6'3". Um, so it'll be interesting with the Magic. I think since they lost Serge Ibaka, that's why I like them getting the Jonathan Isaac kid. Minnesota at 7, all that young talent, what do they add? I say they want another big guy... To sp- I think they're going to get rid of the big uh, Pekovich. It's time for him to go. They'll have um, the big cat, um, Clay, uh, what's his name? Oh, Towns, Carl uh, Anthony Towns to be sort of the 4-5. And then they'll have Laurie Markinen to join him to be the, uh, you know, the sort of seven-foot stretch four. 
and I and be able to spread that court for spacing for Levine and and Dunn and Wiggins to penetrate. So I like the Arizona kid going seven to uh, Minnesota. Wow. See, I have Jonathan Isaac here, and I think that if you put his size out there on the wing, and you have Towns, Wiggins, Isaac, Levine, and Rubio, which we both eventually think is going to be uh, your boy from from uh, from Providence. I think that that that's a young studly squad. So I, I like Isaac giving them length and and athleticism on the wing. Yeah, and they're saying that um, what's call it might want to take him um, the Mavericks. So obviously the Knicks at eight. I got Malik Monk. Where do you got them going? Dennis Smith. I think this might be the best thing that happens to them. You get your point guard of the future. Six three. He's got some size. He averaged something like 18, 6, and 4.5 rebounds in a very tough ACC. So I I like Dennis Smith, and I think if he falls to the Knicks, I'm not at all angry with this pick. I mean, obviously you want a top three pick, right? I'd rather have Josh Jackson. But I wouldn't be angry if Dennis Smith fell to the Knicks. I'd be happy with Smith or Monk. I have uh, Dallas at 9 taking Dennis Smith. I think uh, they need a point guard that got rid of – the old man that you know that went to uh, the Cavs, Duran, uh, whatever Williams, Darren Williams, and Dallas needs a point guard. They can't count on JJ Barea anymore. What do you think the Mavericks do at nine? I think the Mavericks go international. Parlez-vous français? Aha! Ooh. They go with your boy Frank, Frank okay. Nitilikina. So I think he comes over, and again, like you said, it, it, it's a draft of need. If Dennis Smith is there, they definitely take him, but I think they, they go with the point guard from France. Okay, I got a 10 Sacramento, their second pick. I think they take Zach Collins. I think this kid is slowly moving up. Great hands, great footwork, didn't play enough at Gonzaga, but when he did get in there more towards the tournament and the end and the championship. He was dominant. I think the kid is just a star in the making. He's number 10 to me. Number 10 to me is Luke Kennard. So I really didn't give this guy the credit he deserved. Do you see his numbers? This kid can shoot. And everybody was talking about Grayson Allen, and everybody was talking about, you know, even Jason Tatum and Harry Giles, but it turns out, that of all the and Jeter of all those guys and Jackson Luke Kennard was the best player on that Duke team, and his game doesn't look on you know if you look at him, you say wait a minute this guy's an NBA player I think he is I think he can score I don't think he's, he's not Adam Morrison you know, Adam Morrison or somebody's other off. you don't think he's Adam Morrison no no I think he he's crafty I mean anybody who's like, he's a natural righty, and he shoots lefty. I mean, he, this dude is crafty. I'm telling you, he's going to be okay. an NBA player. I really have a feeling that Luke Kennard is an NBA baller. I like it. I like it. Okay, I got the Hornets with your boy, Frank Nicolili. We're getting the, uh, the, the tall 6'5 point guard. Maybe he can play a little too. What do you think the Hornets? What does Michael Jordan do? I think he stretches for value here and goes with that stretch for Laurie Markkinen. Okay. Nobody on the use, roster has a game yeah. like him, and I think he he uh, he adds. Oh, Frank the Tank does. Frank the Tank. A yeah, little but bit. he's not. You know what? He's <clears throat> kind of that inside-out player. He's not as athletic as Markinen. Right, right. 
So the Pistons at 12, I got them taking Kennard. What do you have uh, the Pistons doing? They, they need shooting. I think they, so I think they go with a guard. He's a bit of a combo guard. He's a little small. He's 210, but he's only 6'2". Donovan Mitchell from Louisville. A lot of people have him going a little bit later. I think the, yeah. I think the Pistons draft for need here. Okay. Well, he gets buckets. Denver at 13. I got them taking uh, Jared Allen, the 6'10", you know, maybe 6'10 and a half. Not to be kid. confused with Harry Allen. Not, no, definitely not. You know, definitely not. He is not, you know, woof, Professor Griff. So I think it will help Denver. Remember, Denver traded one of their big guys over to Portland. So I think having this kid, Jared Allen, would help. Um, What do you got uh, Denver doing at 13? I think they go with the center from the Ziggy Zags, the athletic one, Zach Collins, the freshman, 6'11", 230. They need some size. They need some athleticism in the front court, and that's where they go. Okay, the Heat, I got them taking Justin Jackson. Some people have him lower. I think 6'8", North Carolina, he's a winner. He can shoot. He's got a mid-range game. He's just going to get better and better. I think he's perfect for the Heat because they need more shooting. They've got a lot of athletes, but not a bunch of shooters. And I'm going to go with a guy who got injured, and if he didn't get injured, he'd be a top seven or eight pick. I'm going with O.J. Ananube. Six Ooh. eight small forward Indiana. Assuming the knee's okay, Miami yeah. could take a flyer. Uh, Justice Winslow's a little small at six five. I think this kid on a new bay is the truth. Okay, that's interesting. I haven't you know seen too many projections for him in the first round, but if he's healthy, he's got the talent. The Portland Blazers at fifteen, their first of three first round picks. I think they take John Collins, who is about the business. At Wake Forest, uh, did really well in the ACC, 6'9", forward, got a lot of talent. I can see him going to the Blazers. I'm going to go with Jared Allen, the freshman that you picked from Texas, got a lot of body growth, and he needs to fill out into his frame. Uh, but he showed some offensive talent, and I think he'll, he'll, he'll be a good, solid player for Portland. Okay. Um, let's see. Who we got next? Chicago. Oh, them Bulls. I, you know what? Yeah. To me, what, what the coach wants to do, he doesn't have on the roster. Dwayne Wade opted back in for $24 million. So they need shooting. And this kid, Terrence Ferguson, who went to, didn't go to college, did, you know, went to play overseas in Australia. You know, he's 6'7", skinny, 185. But a shooter, I think he will fit in nice with what your boy Hoiberg wants to do in the Bulls. 16. I'm going to say, on the wing, they need a wing scorer. They need a guy. Dougie McBuckets wasn't the guy. Uh, they got some They got some talent. Miritich is okay at the four. Portis, I think they need a little oomph, a little help in, in the swing position. Justin Jackson, our boy from Carolina, makes a nice little pick here for Chicago at 16. Okay, I got the Bucks taking uh, Justin uh, Putin or whatever. 6'11". This is the kid from Creighton who great hands and I think a good player. I think he'll fit nice with the Bucks because Greg Monroe might not stay there. What do you got Milwaukee at 17? Same. Same. We got the same. We had the first five the same and now we got 17 the same. 18? What do you got the Pacers doing since they might lose Terrence George? Yeah. Terrence Ferguson. Shooting guard. Skinny kid. From yeah. uh, you know six seven one eighty five, I think he's their guy. I got them taking the the kid you liked earlier, Donovan Mitchell from Louisville. He's a winner. 
Um, and I think he's just – he's buckets. And I think the Pacers are going to need some offense. 19, the Hawks with new GM and ownership, the transition, a lot of stuff going on. What do the Hawks do? Grant Hill and then. They got to figure out what they're going to do with Paul Millsap. Can you build a team around him? I think they go with some size. I think they go with DJ Wilson out of Michigan, 6'10", 235. Gives them a little bit of, a little bit of help in yeah. the front court. We agree with that. Number 20, Portland, second pick. I got them taking TJ Lee, 6'10", athlete from UCLA. Lonzo made him better, but I think on his own right, he's going to be a kid with some potential. I, I like his game, and I think he fits with, with Portland. Remember, they're gonna, these guys they draft will probably be better than Noah Vonley has been disappointing. Miles Leonard's okay. So some of the guys they have there haven't really shown and proved, so I think these guys could potentially take over. What do you got the Blazers doing at 20? I'm going to go with Phil Collins, his third cousin, John <laughs> Collins, out of Wake Forest. You had him going a couple spots earlier. I think, yeah. again, Portland, uh, obviously their backcourt is set, so they need to figure out what they look like in the front court. My surprise at 21, OKC, I think they're going to go with uh, offensive juggernaut and Frank Jackson. Frank Jackson from Duke can score. He's a solid 200, 6'3". He can play little one, little two, and I think him and Russell can do some stuff together. I think Oladipo's been disappointing. I'd like to see Frank Jackson there, Ray, to help, uh, help Russell out. What do you got? So I, I like where your head is at. I think you got to shoot for the moon, though. And I don't know that Frank Johnson is the guy. I'm going with Harry Giles. I'm going to say Ooh. take a shot. The guy was supposed to be the top one or two picks yeah. coming out of high school. Double knee problems. But you know what? Shoot for the moon. You got Russell Westbrook. You got to shoot for the moon. That's a good shot. 22, the Brooklyn Nets. They had two picks. They traded one of them. I say here they take Bam Ayabayu from UK, Kentucky Wildcats, 6'10". This kid's got a lot of potential. Started to get better towards the end of the season. I think with uh, Atkinson, a good young coach, uh, now with D'Angelo Russell, I think Bam is perfect with uh, him and Timothy Mozgov in that front court. What do you got the Nets doing at 22? I got them taking T.J. Leaf. I think he's more athletic than you think. I think he's a better player than you think. I think Russell um, – not Russell, I'm sorry. Their, their point, I was thinking about Russell Westbrook going back to L.A. But their Angela. point guard, obviously, long ago made, made him look good. But I think on his own he, he can get his shots. So he's a good pickup here for Brooklyn at 22. Raptors at 23, they need a lot. I don't know if Ibaka will come back, but I do like – Kyle Kuzma, uh, the kid from Utah, 6'9", 225. I think he has potential. I'm not sure what Ibaka is going to do, but I do think this kid can play. So we'll see Toronto, you know, taking him. I'm going to say, bam, goes here. Mm. Uh, His game is not quite ready for the NBA, but you know what? Toronto needs some help in the front court. Remember when they made their run two years ago? When, uh, you know, they had some Bismack. depth in the, what's that? Yeah. Bismack, exactly. Bismack, Bismack, Bismack. Bismack Biombo. He's, he's like the better, a little bit more talented version of Bismack, Bismack, Bismack. Well, I got the Utah Jazz at 24, who are probably going to lose Gordon Hayward. I got them taking Wesley Iwandu, um, the 6'7", the kid from Kansas State. He can make buckets, did good in the Big 12. 
He can play a little two, three. I think they need to take somebody to replace Hayward. I, I like that kid. I like that pick 100%, but I'm actually going to go with Semi Ojele, the 6'7 mm-hmm. small forward from SMU. Again, similar body build. Gordon Hayward 6'9", 6'10", but, you know, a wing guy that can play, you know, on the perimeter. I think that, that's what Utah's going to do because Hayward won't be there. No, no. Um, Orlando's back on the clock. I think here they're going to – 25. I think they'll take a shot on, on Jawan Evans. I think this guy, he's six feet. Uh, Peyton's been okay, but he hasn't been great, and he can't really score. I think this Evans kid from Oak State, you saw him at Oak State. He got buckets. So I think they need a little shot, and maybe he takes Peyton's job. Um, Peyton, you know, is touted, but maybe he's been a little bit overrated. He hasn't been so great. So I, I think they take Jawan Evans. You know what? I'm going to go with a stretch four. So I had them taking Malik Monk. I'm having them taking Tyler Lydon from Syracuse. Step out there uh-huh. and play that stretch for Rashard Evans. I mean, Rashard Lewis style. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. Okay, Portland back for the third time. I think third time's a charm. I see this kid projected in the second round. But, Ray, I saw him at Oregon for years. I saw him in a tournament. I saw him win. Dylan Brooks is an NBA player, and I think we've talked about this. These American kids that stay two, three, four years get disrespected. Brooks is going to be a great pick. I think the Blazers get a steal. 6'6", six, six, small forward, or local kid from Oregon going to the Blazers. Perfect. They better take him. The fans will be going crazy for it. You know what? I really like that pick. I didn't think about him because I, I didn't have him in the first round. I think he'll be a very nice second-round pickup, but I, I actually had Portland taking Caleb Swanigan from Ooh. Purdue. I think he's a quality NBA player. Uh, give you some minutes. I mean, at worst, he's like a Dewan Blair who kind of, uh, you know, spent four or five years mainly with the with the uh, San Antonio Spurs. But I think he just he gets it, and, and he'll contribute to, to an NBA roster. He may not be a star, but he'll be a contributor. That's great. At 27, I think the Lakers, now they have this pick – they're going to take Harry Giles. I think it's perfect. Magic would be so happy if he lasts there. He will scoop him up. Could even trade up for him. But this would be a perfect fit, especially if they have to move Randall to get Paul George. But this kid can become the truth. I like him from Duke. What do you got, Lakers at 27 and 28? Well, when this was Brooklyn, I thought it was Kyle Kuzma, your boy from Utah. But now that it's the Lakers, I'm thinking they either want a high-ceiling guy or a true center. Um, So maybe they go with Tony Bradley from North Carolina. Mm. Okay. Well, the Lakers' second pick, I have them taking Ivan Rabb. Very talented Cal kid, 226-10. They could say power forward center. He's more of a stretch four probably, but he's got a lot of potential, a lot of talent. Same. Same. I have okay. Ivan Rab now. If they take Bradley, they probably won't take Bradley and Rab. So if they don't take Rab here, then I think they might entertain Kyle Kuzma, give them some depth in the front court because I don't see anybody. You know, another guy potentially, depending on how Magic looks at him, uh, Dylan Brooks could look interesting here too. Okay, 29 the Spurs. They always get it right, and I think they take Caleb Swanigan here. 6'9". 250. They want somebody that can get a little nasty and give them some post play when LaMarcus Aldridge is, you know, kind of flaking around. 
they'll have Caleb Swanigan to come in as their sixth, seventh man, perfect Spurs pick. Wow, you're right. And if he's there, for sure, I think they'll take him. If not, I actually have him taking Tony Bradley, basically teach him how to play big and teach him how to play in the system. If he's not there, though, and the Lakers scoop him up, maybe they'll go with the kid from Latvia because, you know, they'll go they'll go international in a minute. So, Anzejas Paschinkas. Yeah. Well, the last pick as we end the show, I think – the Utah Jazz take Tony Bradley from North Carolina, ain't nobody fine at 6'10". The kid has got nothing but potential, great hands, and knows how to win. Uh, I originally had them taking Dylan Brooks, but if he's not there, as you predict, he's not going to be there even earlier. I say they go with Jawan, they go small, they go Jawan Evans, point guard, Oklahoma State. All right, great show. We'll be back Friday to sum up the draft. And, Ray, I say about eight or nine trades. What do you think? How many trades are we going to get? Oof, eight or nine. Uh, maybe, like, second rounders and, and, and secondary yeah, guys. Yeah, I think they'll be – Total, total, yeah. Yeah, I think there'll be two or three major trades, but uh... – but I'm looking forward to it. You know what? This is one of those years, like we were saying with Anthony, that people have been waiting for this draft for a long time. Well, it's finally here, so let's see what you can do. It's going to be fun. Let's go, Knicks. Don't mess it up. And do not trade Porzingis. I was going to tell Anthony that the three of us have to be down there boycotting when I come to New York in July, Ray, if, if they trade Porzingis and buy out Mello. So great show. We are out. Everybody enjoy the draft. And it is going to be oodles and oodles of O's, you know. Lots of fun. We are out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 